Society has a lot to say about what men are and what they should be. But what does God say about all of this? The Rock Podcast with Dennis is a place where discussions arise about fatherhood, the struggles of manhood, living a life of integrity, character building, which are all based off of biblical principles for practical application. So sit back and experience 30 minutes of The Rock Podcast with Dennis. Real talk with real men. Hey, brothers, this is Dennis with the Rock Podcast coming at you once again. Yes, it's glad to, it's good to be back and I'm ready to get going. So, took a little small hiatus for a minute just to get in prayer about uh, the next, well, just to be honest with now, in prayer about the next, the next uh, message, but also <clears throat> to, you know, I got a high school graduate in my house about to start college and transitions going on throughout the house and we're just getting ready for the summer me and my wife with our three kids and just doing different things over the summer just getting getting things in order but i wanted to talk about a subject that's that uh particularly men deal with uh and so uh we deal with because a lot of men are accomplishment driven and so we're with our what our, our worth a lot of times actually tied tied to our uh to our worth and so a lot of times, you know, we we hear all the time that, you know, we got to go get that next dollar. We got to make that money. We got to go after it and we got to do this and that. So a lot of our fears are generated through, uh, you know, trying to get that thing, trying to get that next that next deal or that next thing to take care of our families because we're we're naturally providers. But just also, you know, greed also fuels, you know, fear greed also fuels fear too but i'm gonna get into that i'm gonna get into that later but i want to talk about uh this is uh this is going to be an overcoming fears series and we're going to talk about different kind of fears now we know it's different kind of phobias out there uh you know that that men that we deal with but i want to really key in on what particularly what men deal with and uh and so i'm gonna break down the, su- the subject of fear and i'm gonna really get into it so fear uh, fear comes and it has different layers to it too. Fear comes in many forms, but it's also a, a root attached to it. And it said, he said, uh, typically, typically, uh, fear comes from trauma of your past. Maybe you were told you weren't good enough. Maybe you experienced unexpected loss. Fear is a part of the human nature. So we got to realize fear is something that's part of our human nature, but you don't have to embrace it. Um, and I, I heard people say, well, you know, you need a little fear in order to get you going. No, don't need fear. You need faith. And so that's what gets you, you know, in the polit- in the position where where you're not letting fear take advantage of you. I mean, Jesus even said in the scriptures, he said, you just need faith. Faith is as small as a mustard seed. Typically, mustard seeds start off as a small little seed. And I think I read somewhere where the, the mustard seed is the second smallest seed on the, on the world. And so that seed, that must seed that you plant in the ground, of course, when it grows, it grows. And I read somewhere it grows 30 feet wide, 30, 30 feet high. If I'm not saying if I'm saying that right. And it's, it's and, and a lot of times uh, birds come and land in it on the branches, things like that. It has a lot of health benefits to it. I'm not, I'm not talking about must seed faith. But I'm just saying faith is something that you need, not fear to, to fuel you. So I looked up, I looked up, uh, you know, 
the scripture. It's a very familiar text, and I'm gonna read it. It says, and we heard it so many times, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. And so we heard that scripture so many times. But I want to definitely read this in the I want to read this in the scriptures. I'm gonna go to verse five and six. Because what 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 Peter's talking about, what Paul is talking about in this particular scripture, he's admonishing his his uh, his spiritual son Timothy. Paul is uh, is, is admonishing his spiritual son Peter, uh, Paul. I think he said Peter, but Paul because what is what he's doing is Timothy's going through a lot of persecution. He's dealing with people in the church coming against him. He's dealing with the persecution from um you know from you know from uh, the the Roman government things of that nature uh, dealing with other, you know Christians are being persecuted con- you know congregation coming against him and I believe I read somewhere where it said Peter was you know Peter Peter was about he was this is his second time being in prison for his faith and so um you know and I read somewhere where it said Peter well Paul was about to actually uh you know you know, going to pass away. And he, this, this what he's, this was like a letter that he wrote to his spiritual son. So I'm going to read, I'm going to read from verse number. Um, let's, let's go to verse number three, uh, first Timothy chapter one, verse three is I thank God whom I serve as my ancestors did with, with a clear conscience as night and day. I constantly remember you in my prayers. Now he's admonishing his son because Timothy's going through some stuff. He's going through some, some, some stuff where it's causing him to get over and to fear. He's starting to really just like really get shaken by uh, what's going on around him and stuff like that. So <clears throat> it says with, with a clean conscience night and day, I stand, I stand uh, constantly remember you in my prayer for calling tears as I long to see you so that I may be filled with joy. So he, I'm reminded of your sincere faith, which, which 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 you first lived in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. So basically, uh what, what you're dealing with there is he's recalling in tears, he's he's having a tearful moment, you know, to to really connect with his son. And he's 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 reminded of how his faith, his sincere faith was. That that's key because remember, I just said you don't need faith, fear to fuel you, you need faith to fuel you faith in god faith in what god can do but here is paul he's remembering timothy's faith you know and i don't know maybe in that moment he was going through he's maybe he might have been you know just really really blessed by his faith where it, it helped him in a sense i'm just i'm just saying i'm not saying that's what the bible says but i'm just saying he said i reminded of your sincere faith it made him it made paul feel be filled with joy because timothy had a, a, a sincere faith he had a faith that was genuine he had a faith of, of of who he was he had faith in his in what the bible says and what god and what jesus was to him it says i reminded of faith <clears> the <throat> faith which first lived in your grandmother lois and your in your mother eunice now i want to dispel all of you all the rumors and dispel all the all the uh the things that women um are not impactful in the bible you know and I'm not going I'm not going to get into that because you have so many you know people say you know women not supposed to minister or women not supposed to to you know to to lead and be in ministerial positions so you you know even though this this is this is his grandmother and this is his mother but at the same time these are the people that impacted Timothy's faith and it says your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice I am persuaded now lives in you so Paul is saying I remember that that same faith 
that was that was in your grandmother and your grand and your mother that's i'm he said i'm persuaded i'm convinced that same faith lives in you that faith must have been strong for paul to say to be drawn in and say hey y'all faith blesses me so i know that faith that same faith that i see uh that same faith that i see that that that's that that you learned that you that you got from your grandmother and your your mom i know that's coming off of you now watch this for this reason now watch this for this reason he's telling them he's telling us for this reason i remind you to fan into the flame the gift of god to fan into the flame the gift of god i read somewhere where in ancient times where they would do is to 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 um to keep the embers warm or to keep them keep them lit they will fan it they will fan it to keep the fire going on those embers so that the embers can keep burning so he's telling him those embers of your faith the embers of your gifting the embers of who you are let that shine through you so paul so pete so so paul was telling his son timothy the gift that god gave you to be a pastor to be an apostle to be a disciple keep fanning that flame he says which is in you through the land under my hand so he laid on he he must have he must have made a trans he might maybe transfer something on or a mantle or whatever and i believe that's probably what it was but we're not really sure but i'm just i'm just saying that's probably what it was but he laid on hands of him as a, as a father to a son to say that you are a blessing and that you are somebody that uh that you know that you want you know that uh that that that's growing in your sonship with him so then after that it says it says in verse seven it says for yet but for you have not given us a spirit of fear but of love power and a sound mind so i want i want us to really key in on that particular verse because it says you have to give me a spirit of fear but of love power and a sound mind and so we want to definitely look at that scripture let me go on and look it up here first Cause my phone just went out on me, but we ain't gonna we gonna keep going with that. It says right here. Hold on for me one second. It says, "Love power to sound mind." So give me one second. I'm pulling it up right here. Here we go. Here we go. I'm going to read the scripture. It says, God had not given given the spirit of fear, but it says, but of power and of love and a sound mind. God has not, for God has not given the spirit of fear. So he's saying right there, God don't give us spirit of fear. I was talking to my sons today at the, at the, at the uh, today at the dinner, at dinner today. And I was saying, remember, it doesn't matter what you go through. God does not give you fear. God does not give you a spirit of fear. I don't care what people say. God don't give you a spirit of fear, you know, and the thing is, and we're going to read in a minute about the scripture where it says that fear brings torment, but, but the fear that, 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 that plagues you and gets the best of you and messes you up is, is that spirit, it's a spirit, it's sincerely it's a spirit, but, but, but the Bible says right here, it says, but God has not given, given you a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. So what does it do? He gives you a, he gives you power. He gives you love and he gives you a sound mind. Those are three components that we need to overcome our fears. Now, when I say when I say that, I'm not saying that you would never fear again because you're going to we're going to deal with some kind of fear. It's in our nature to fear because our flesh don't want to more go through things like like anybody else, just like Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. 
he was they said the bible says that he is his that he was so he so he was so uh, under so much distress that he started uh bleeding drops of blood he started sweating drops of blood because he was so uh, so much anguish that he didn't want to go to that cross he was a human that didn't want to go to that cross he had a he had a he had a fear of, he had a fear in his body to feel pain he was he said he said father let this cup pass from me not by my will but boy if it's your will not by my will but by your will so even though in that moment he still was submitted to the place where he said you know what lord i don't i don't want to go through this but if it's my will to go through this then it's your will for me to go through this i'll go through it so fear was very present but courage kept him going and the love kept him going that sound mind kept him going because he knew that the 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 pain the, the the assignment was bigger than the pain let me say that again the assignment was bigger than the pain he was going with let me say to me be more specific the eternal assignment was bigger than the temporary pain that he was dealing with and so we got to keep that in mind that you know even in those times where we don't want to move forward we got to realize that god has our back okay so let's keep going so I'm, I'm, i did a little study on this and so i read about um you know about uh, basically <clears throat> how, you know, fear brings a torment. And, I, and I'm going to tell you something. Um, the, the, the reason I'm kind of going through this is because I want to talk about fear itself, and I'm going to break off and talk about the different kinds of fears that we deal with. Uh, so, you know, as, 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 a, as, as a man myself and, and who I am, uh, I, have, I, have, I have fears, uh, and that's, it's natural to do that. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say this. Even though we're believers and we we have a we have, we have a uh, we have a we have we believe in Christ and we believe that He died on the cross and He finished it, fear is a real emotion. I'm gonna stop there right there. It's okay to have a real emotion of fear, but you don't let the fear take over your your uh, take over your emotion. You, you don't you don't make a decision based on fear because you never make a decision based on fear or or an emotional moment i tell my tell my kids that all the time i tell anybody that don't make a decision based on an emotional an emotional moment because you could be making an, an emotional decision based on something that's going to pass what when things come when when trials come trials will go to pass they're gonna come to pass they're gonna they're gonna move you're gonna move past it some 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 are seasonal and some are you know longer than others but eventually that thing has to go because why if you keep putting your trust in god you keep focusing on him and you keep believing that it's gonna come to pass it's gonna it's gonna pass through so so what i'm saying is this you never want to make an emotion you never want to make an, a, a decision or something based on an emotional moment i know i've done that made a decision and then you make a decision based on an emotional moment and it's it turns out totally opposite to what you thought was going to turn you know just just having a preconceived notion about things but let's go a little deeper okay so uh fear has torment i looked this up in the greek you know uh first john first john chapter 4 verse 18 it talks about um where it talks about fear fear brings torment it brings torment sometimes man i've had so much fear of just speaking in front of somebody or doing something or uh fear just having a shame of something that it only it takes away my sleep you know it takes away my sleep it takes away my peace 
you know, it is taking a piece out of my chest or it's it's caused me to 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 to, to have a headache and things of that nature because you have so much fear of something that it affects your your uh, physiological state. You know what I'm saying? It affects your your mind, it affects your mental health. You know, it can, it can drive you to death because you're so fearful of this very thing that's that, that's trying to come against you when you know you 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 just gotta learn how to of course you know get to the root of that thing so i'm gonna gonna read this about torment now torment in the greek it means infliction mutilation punishment execution of a sentence and it says spoken of a temporary torment watch this spoken of the of of the temporary torment produced by fear and the soul of one conscious of sin watch this before the love of god brings peace and salvation so so what is that saying it's saying that you're having a torment moment and your and your body's reacting or you're reacting as if you it's a, it's a consciousness of sin in your life at that point but that's before god's love brings peace at salvation so 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 what i what what i'm getting from that is i'm having a moment i'm having a moment i'm having a moment but that's because that's before god's love come in and take over reminding me that i'm i'm the righteousness of god in christ jesus i'm telling you man i um just being transparent you know and i'm getting ahead of myself it's like you know when you're dealing with when i've dealt with fear in the past and i've I, and i and i will tell you i i have a fear of speaking in front of people um i had a fear of talking of talking to people because i always talk i always felt like i talked funny uh i had a fear of of not getting you know getting you know not accomplishing things in my life i've had a fear of not being a a good man or a good father or a good husband i had a fear of not being that because it was based on what i seen before me and man i'm gonna tell you something um as fathers we gotta we have to continue to be an example to our children and to our wives but particularly our children particularly our boys be an example to them because they're looking at how a man walks out or walk, you know, is a, is a believer and you got to be authentic too. Now I'm going to tell you this. I don't, I don't go around spotting a whole bunch of scriptures to my boys because I don't want to be, or my, 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 my baby girl, my children, because I don't want to be in a position where I'm, 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 I'm hitting them over the head with the Bible. I would rather live it before them to actually, I would actually live it before them as opposed to telling them because this 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 is what it does this what this would this would this would a this would this where you really know that you're making an impact what you what you do is louder than what you say let me i'm gonna sit that right there what you do is louder than what you say what you say it, it reinforces what people what they see you doing and that's just anybody whether it's people or your you know people on your job your friends or your particularly your children what you do is bigger than what you say because you can talk all day but if you're you're backing up if you're if you're backing up that thing by by what you do you you do you do first and you're backing up what you by what you say they're gonna say you know what i see him doing that i need to listen to what he's saying put and, I, and i'm gonna tell you something I, I i have i listen to somebody more so than i listen to people quicker by seeing them do it first. If I see a person doing the work or doing something, they living out that thing and they doing, they doing that thing. I'm more apt to listen and, and, and focus on what they're saying or doing as opposed to them talking. Anybody can talk a good game. 
anybody can talk a good game. Anybody can talk a good talk when you're when you're not going through nothing. But when you're going through when you when you when you've gone through something and you you're living proof of what God can do and you're living proof of what He can do through you, then I'm I'm gonna have to, to kind of say, man, I want to see what they dealing with, as how they overcame that because why they're living proof of it. So let's keep going. But the thing is, in that same scripture, it talks about we're made perfect in love. We're made perfect in love, and I will I will say that I, that that a lot of times I feel so like crazy because sometimes I'm like, well, if I'm a believer, do I really believe? Um, do I really believe what the Bible says when I'm dealing with fear? Because the Bible says I'm made perfect in His love. It says made perfect. That that word, that word made perfect means to be complete. Made perfect is not doing everything the right right way. That's not being perfect. Being perfect is being made perfect because Jesus is perfect. I'm righteous because He's righteous. Simple as that. I am I, I'm 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 good because He's good. Now, it, it, so what 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 He is I'm, I am because I believe on what He did and His finished works on the cross. So you don't have to do. And grace gives you unmerited favor. Because you're getting something you don't, you're getting something without working for, but then mercy is, is getting something you don't even deserve. He's giving you something that you, mercy is giving you something that you don't deserve, but then he's giving you grace because you don't have to work for it. You just got to say yes and believe and, and receive it as a gift. And then, and, 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 and then according to worldly standards, that's a doggone one-sided unjust thing because you're getting something and have to work for it. But you just got to believe in his son and believe what Jesus did to call his, his his finished works. That's grace. But getting some I getting some I don't deserve. That's mercy. You know what I'm saying? So, so when that love comes in and it fills your heart, oh, that's good stuff. When when God's love comes and fills your heart, you don't have to fear anymore. But it's, it's still gonna be there because why? We get we get outside ourselves. We get we get focused on other things. We, we focus on what the world says as opposed to what God says. And we focus on that. And and, and it's easy to get off track because by nature we we, we look at what's in, what we look at, we look at we look at things with our eyes as opposed to our spiritual eyes. You know, so the Bible says walk by faith and not by sight. And so, you know, when you're when you're trying to walk out by faith, it's a scary part, it's a scary experience. It's scary. But we can't let fear drive us either. So I'm gonna keep going with this, this this particular fear. Now, fear also in the Greek word means taliotes. And it says, this is this is this is not fear, but it says complete, you know, being complete in God, teleotes. It's in the state of completeness, mental or moral. One reaches a goal, filling up, fulfillment, fullness of God. The love of God brings fullness. Fill to the brim. So when you're when you're full of God's love. And you got to be intentional about pursuing God's love. And that's that means getting in his word every day. That means that means, you know, getting your devotion time. Just get a devotional book. I got a devotional, man. It's a three minute devotional. And that gets me that gets my day. That gets my day. One word from God can change your whole life. But it also fills your day up. And that's like that's, that sets your day when you do when you when you um when you actually uh when you're. Full to fill with God. That's what the Bible says. With the in, in, in Ephesians, talk about with the fullness of God. When you're full, when you you you, you, uh, you know when you when you're full with God, He has that nothing. Fear can't stay there. So when you get into a fearful situation, say you know what God, I love you no matter what. 
you know what, God? I love me. My wife was just dealing with a situation today. You know, we was like, God, you got this. You got it. And we guys got to trust God with all our heart. It, it, and, and, you know, tragedy hit my household and, you know, dealing with my mom and dealing with our household. But we, we choose to trust God. And every time we trust God, God always work it out for our good. That's just how it is. He works everything out for our good, period. You know, and so it's not perfect, but it is, it's, 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 it's so good. It's so good. It is, it, it is perfect. That's what I'm put like that. So, so when you, when you're, when you're, when you're full of God, all that fear has to leave. So you got to be on, you know, like I said, three minute devotional, something like that. Be intentional about getting the word every day. And then also, you know, be around other people that other other people that's going to hold you accountable. Godly people that's going to be around you. Godly men that's going to really hold you accountable. Uh, I got my in my small group. We not only do, we not only meet every Thursday, but we also have a group chat. And man, when I say man, when you put a prayer on that page, man, everybody just reach out and say, "I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you." You know, because we just believe, you gotta you gotta make sure you're covered. Because one thing about the enemy. What the one tactic he the one thing he did one tactic he used to get you over into fear is, is to isolate you. And so if he can isolate you, he'll beat you over the head, man, so hard. He'll have you thinking you're you're worthless and you all by yourself. He'll make it seem like God has a, has abandoned you and, and left you. He'll make it seem like people that have left you. And people do live you. I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna talk about the spirit of abandonment. I'm talking about fear of abandonment later. But when you're in a spot, man, where um, where you feel you're isolated, you're by yourself, that's not a good place to be. You need to be with a group of people that's going to say, you know what? You can do all things to Christ. I got your back. There's somebody covering you so you won't get caught in the run and you won't be the devil's punching bag. So. Again, the word fear means phobos. It's a it's a great word. We get the word phobia from that. But then it means to be alarmed. It means to be tight, like with fear, and it says to be frightful. But also, it's, 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 it's two dice of fear that God talks about, that the Bible talks about. Um, it says it's, 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 a, it's a reverential fear where you have awe, you like you have awe of God, reverence, a, a respect, a honor. But then it's another fear where you're scared and you're like, you're like, you know, you're you're not yourself. You ever seen somebody, you know, and I know me, fear itself, not fearing God, but fear of of things and uh, uh, um uh, um uh fearfulness fearfulness it changes your whole character you ever been around somebody who's fearful and it changes who they really who they are because they're so focused on the issue that it, they allow that thing to change the character and i know i've been you know in situations where i've allowed it to change my character in that moment you're like because your mind is so racked with the fear that you forget who you are you it, it shakes your identity it breaks your identity because why you're focused on the thing rather than god and so what i'm saying brothers is when you when we're in those tight spots we need to know we need to know we, we need to know who our who our help comes from that's psalm 121 we need to know who our help comes from the bible says that he never he neither sleeps nor slumber that means he never goes to sleep so one thing about one thing about it doesn't matter what tragedy you're going through he God has never left the throne. He don't leave the throne in your heart. The only way he'll leave the throne in your heart is if you kick him off the throne. You know, by trying to fix things or resolve things, make things right. Sit back and let God. The Bible says, be still and know that I'm God. I should be exalted among the heathens and the nations, right? Because why? 
he doesn't change. He sits on the throne, the throne, the throne room of your life. But the reverential fear we talk about is is devout. You act with caution, and then you're, and then, um, and then you're 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 circumspect. You you remember who your God is. You remember who who your where your where your help comes from. You're rooted in that, you know. And so, uh, I I wanted to start this this series because, you know, hey, I I I have dealt with fear, and I always deal with a fear of of loss. And that's what most men deal with. We deal with fear loss. I'm kind of get, getting too deep into what I'm going to talk about the next next few weeks. But we got to realize that it's a it's a it, God does not desire. God does not desire for us to live in fear. Um, you know, God is no longer that Old Testament God. He's a God of grace. And his motivation is always um, motivated by love. And Jesus Christ, he's our intercessor. And he goes to he goes to the father and say, hey. Dennis is right because he receives me and God loves us through his son because his son is the morning star. He, he loves us so much and he loves us with everlasting love and the devil can't do nothing to, to can't do nothing about it. He can't block it. He can't do that. Do not do none of those things. Only time he can block it is if we allow him to isolate us and separate us and get us in the place where he's deceiving our mind to thinking that we're by ourselves. Amen. I've been there. You know, where the enemy will cause you to be by yourself and say, man, nobody love you. God don't even love you. That's what he did. That's what he did to Eve. He tricked her into thinking that she could eat that fruit and then deceived her to twist her word, twisted God's commandments and said, God actually said this because you'll be just like him. He owned the be And then Adam sat back and ate the fruit. You know, and I'm not saying that it was out of fear. But what I'm saying is. A lot of times when you're in fear, when you when you are in fear or, you know, operating in fear, it changes your whole character. And we got to realize that we may we're made complete uh, because we may complete in Jesus because he already beat fear at the cross. He beat it. And when we, re when we receive what he did for us, the cross and his finished works, then we're able to withstand the onslaught of the enemy's fear against our hearts to cause us to be disconnected from God. And like I said, again, get yourself connected to a good small group, church, band of brothers that can have your back and they can, they can knock off and get you back on track. Praise God, but make sure you stay connected to the divine and he will help you through that, through those hard situations. But thank you so much for listening. We're going to keep this series going. This is Dennis with Rob podcast signing off. Be blessed. We hope you enjoyed this last episode of The Rock Podcast with Dennis, Real Talk with Real Men. Would you like to stay connected with Dennis? Here are his social handles. IG, it is DC3Rising, and Facebook, Dennis Crawford III. We hope that you've enjoyed yourself and that you will be back. God bless.